0: One with you, we cannot die. Um, That is beautiful. And God, we bask in the reality that you've accomplished this in Christ. We celebrate mighty Jesus, um, the author and finisher of our faith. And um, we we honor you that um, you are willing to put some crazy people in a relationship with you. And uh, we love you for that, God. Lord God, as we work through the word today, we we worship you in a whole bunch of ways today through singing, um, crying, uh, pacing, giving, uh, so many ways, Lord God. And we just pray that we would see fit to utilize the word that transforms us um, as a way to live in light of the one who doesn't allow us to die. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Let's get into Ephesians. We've been going through this thing line by line. It's been blessing me, transforming me. I love it. I love love God's word. How many of you like God's word? Wow. The word. The word of God. Verse 10, it says, For we are his workmanship. Say workmanship. Workmanship. Created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. <laughs> this passage took me back to 1989. Some of y'all, I saw on your Facebook, he was born in 1989. You know what I'm saying? Some of y'all, I need to have some counseling with y'all about your Facebook anyway. And what you be retweeting? Amen. We'll talk about that another Sunday. But, um, you know, some of us got some pictures. You know what I'm saying? I ain't saying no names. Pictures. Dude's tank top's going like this with a Bible in his hand showing his tricep. That don't redeem. The Bible don't redeem you showing your tricepticals. Anyway. But 1989. 1989. um, (laughs) Somebody going to change it right now. Don't act, you know, Pull your Bible up on your phone, repent, and do it later. All right? Um but 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 nineteen eighty nine in the hood it was you know it, it was hairdo's were interesting in nineteen eighty nine. You know, you had the stepladder hairdo, one piece up here, long down here, you know what I'm saying, then bamboo earrings, you know what I'm saying, then multicolor outfits. You know, but then something came into existence that that I think is just being okay. And it's the hair weave. No, back then, you can laugh, brothers. It's okay. Brothers besides somebody like Dag, if I laugh, but she going to smack me? Uh, but, but, <laughs> but hair, hair weaves came out back then. And, you know, it was weird to get a hair weave because a, a lady, you know, have her little, he'd have a bob up to here, skint down here on Monday. And then Tuesday, you know, you like the woman on Soul Train, hair down back here. You know what I'm saying? I lost everybody on Soul Train. My wife and maybe a couple of other people know what I'm talking about. And so and so and so, you know. Then somebody had buckshots, you know, right here, just beady. I mean, just nappy. Then you got Indian overlay, you know. And so there's a, there, you know, there's a, you know, there, there's a difference. But but you know, they've graduated. Now you can't tell whether or not somebody got a weave if it's a good one. You know, if it's a good weave. I'm like, babe, is that a weave? You know, because you know how you watching some with a woman, and she's like, I'm going somewhere with this, but you know, just stay with me. And um. I say, that's a weave. You know, you used to be able to say that. that ain't number but Now you say, that, I don't know. You know? Um, you don't know where the synthetic hair begins and the new hair gets in. But the beauticians have gotten a lot better and skilled at the ability to staple, plait, whatever y'all do, you know, to get the get the love. You know, I don't know. I don't know what you do, stable or whatever. I don't know. Glue, you know, um, <coughs> tracking devices, I don't know. But you, I mean, y'all, y'all—they've gotten better at it, right? The beauticians have gotten better, but you know, you know, you know what's, what's come back, sweetheart. My wife is—come back, baby. And so, but but what's interesting is is beauticians have gotten a lot better these days in their ability to hide things, that hot synthetic stuff. But what's powerful about God is when God transforms something, He doesn't bring in synthetic anything. And he doesn't attach anything new to anything old. He, he uproots what's there and replants something altogether new and then grows it from scratch. See, that's what we're going to talk about today. See, God, God, God doesn't see anything of value in attaching newness to mess. God, he don't do that. You know, God God is a great beautician. He's such a great beautician. And no matter where you are in your spiritual growth, he wants to make sure, no matter where you are, in your, family, he wants to remove the old and he wants to implant something new and the way he does it is spellbounding. That, that, that's, that's why we're in this text today because <coughs> today we're going to look at God being a great beautician. And we're going to talk about for a little while identified by God works. Say God works. Yeah, this is very, very important because this text many times focuses in on what's done to uh, us having a a, a passion for us. But when you look at the Bible, the Bible is about God, centers on God, centers on Jesus, so every text is about him and should focus on him and the impact on us as the product of him being talked about. You ought to hear me right now. So right here in this text, right here in this passage, we're seeing God being the subject and us being the complement. <laughs> and so, and so, so, so here we, we're talking about identified by God works. And <clears throat> first point today, we got two transformed by God's unique work. We are transformed by God's unique work. It says we are his workmanship. This is a, this is a beautiful word, but, but before we get to workmanship, I like this talk about his. Because the important thing about this is his is possessive, saying that whatever comes after it or before it belongs to him. So therefore, whoever is being talked about in this passage based on this is under ownership of the one who authors stuff, who, who 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 works out stuff. And so it says we are his what workmanship say workmanship. Workmanship is a beautiful word, which means masterpiece. Or it can be translated artifact or work of art. Unique piece of poetry. And that's, what it, that's, that's what it means. But what's, but what's beautiful about this is it's not talking about merely individual Christians. See, because most of us go to this, you know, I'm fearfully and wonderfully, you know, I'm the head and not the tail, and you just begin quoting all this stuff about you. And we'll talk about that in a second. But it says we are his workmanship. The community, it says we, not me. Now, The the body of Christ, what we're going to get to in a few weeks is the new humanity, or I like to call it the new manity. And and, and what it is, is all of God's people transformed through Jesus Christ together as a community is his workmanship. His transforming work on the entire body, not merely an individual person, even though it takes individual transformation to impact community transformation. So, So us being his workmanship doesn't merely point to the work that was done in us, but points to the one who works. Now, now that this points to see most artists, you know, we got some, you know, I've seen some artists, some weird artists. They're weird. You know, wear one pink shoe or lavender shoe, you know, a feather with a fitted, and, and you know, and then you know two different types of earrings. A gold tooth, right? I mean, just different, right? Artists are just different. Quirky. God's not a quirky artist. I ain't mad at you if you're a little eccentric. We're not dogging you. But God is not God is not eccentric. God, God is by nature beautiful. He's beautiful. But beauty isn't necessarily an attribute of God. It's the appreciation of his essence. <laughs> what is his essence? Everything that makes God, God. Beauty is God's glory on display, both abstract and concrete, and it being seen and being appreciated. (laughs) So God, out of his beauty, makes beautiful things. So therefore, out of his beauty, he's made us as the community of Christ beautiful. In the midst of your raggediness, in the midst of continued sin, if you have been transformed by the gospel of Jesus Christ, you are a masterpiece. Now, most of us are, see, there's some depressing people in the body, too. You know, because you're depressed all the time because you focus on you a lot. See, what happens is, is when you, well, I'm just so sinful and I'm just so messed up. And so what happens is, is you begin worshiping your state. Now, it sounds humble when you're talking about how messed up you are. But if you spent time only on how messed up you are, not the one who transforms mess then guess what? You're worshiping where you are. Even if you're saying, well, I'm I'm his workmanship and I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. I'm the head and not the tail. I'm the beginning and not the end. Well, guess what you're doing? You're worshiping yourself. (coughs) Just a farce. See, we make it seem, I'm just saying what he said I am. Okay, but I hear you talking about who you are, not who he is all the time. So being his workmanship Points to the one who works, not merely the work that he's created, even though we appreciate the work he's created, but the work that he's created in us should make us worship and appreciate him even more. So if we're not, if, if, if someone is not functioning in their positional status before God as his workmanship, as a locking into the unified community, guess what? You are misappropriating your identity. Misappropriating your identity is not plugging into the eternal function that God has identified you to be based on the context of Ephesians. It's about our identity, but it points to the identifier and the creator. And so it's beautiful. Some classical times they used to use this for this work, uh, talk about the work of a craftsman, a unique work. Uh, 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 It's it's as if it's an artifact of (coughs) of something that can only be created and they can only be created, and, not, and not, no one else can actually create it. This person is a unique creator of something, and nobody else can create it, which makes it worth a whole lot. And so you, you and I, in Jesus Christ, have value. Therefore, to talk less than that value is to, is to desecrate the work of the one who's working in you. So this is what gives you vitality and esteem. You begin begin to esteem God greater, not merely esteem yourself more. Even though you understand and you have passion for the value that he's created you in, you have value. Unique, unique novelistic value. You're a novelty on earth. It's funny that God created everything else first in physical creation, then created man. But it's interesting That in Christ, the reverse is done. The first thing that God redeems and creates anew is when he transforms a person from spiritual death to spiritual life out of nothing and puts new life in them, he starts off new creation by transforming man first, then transforming creation to show the promise of our place to represent his reign on planet Earth. That, that's your role, fam, to represent the reign of the ruler. That's why we're his masterpiece. Say masterpiece. Yeah. Psalm 92.4 says, For you, O Lord, have made me glad by your work. At the works of your hands I sing for joy. <coughs> in the New Testament, Romans 121 points to God's work in general creation to show off who he is by his work. The works of his hands are mighty and points to the fact that in that, that, that God created everything and in everything that he created, his invisible a- attributes can be flossed. So when you see when you see a, um, a tree moving in the wind, going like this, trees, trees got a you know, a little bit of swag on them because they swaying and carrying on going like this trees going like this because the wind blowing. And trees just be trees are some cool creations, right? And then guess what they're doing? They're responding to an unseen force blowing them to dance to the glory of God. And when you watch a tree, just next time you see a tree, just start dancing with the tree. Say, I'm acknowledging what you're saying. And just do like this with the tree, and you know, go like this and you know, start dancing. Listen, why? Because you're joining creation in celebrating the creator. But guess what? You're going to be a better dancer than that. Why? Because you're more unique than a tree. You're more, you're more, you are more. but, but this is the issue It's not to focus on us, but the one whose invisible attributes we show off through being his workmanship. So this points to new creation in Christ that, that new creation in Christ, there is no other faith on the planet that teaches new creation. What it teaches is, is that you change, you change your attitude about something and you get on a journey and you get better. And all you're doing is trying to sanctify dirt. Listen, you can add water to dirt. You can add fruit punch to dirt. You can add food to dirt. You can add whatever you want to dirt. And guess what it's still going to be? Dirt. (laughs) But, But God, in his power, he transforms dirt to deliverance. And he transforms us all over so that we can be brand making new to blossom. I love it. That's our purpose. It's a unique work in the earth, not to show off ourselves, but as a unique work of God to show God off and, to, and for that uniqueness to be noticed as the Holy Spirit blows in the earth on people to see Jesus. Masterpiece. That's the context of this thing. We're going to go further in it, though. Psalm 139 says, for you formed me, you formed my inward parts. That's immaterial humanity. You knitted me together in my mother's womb, even though here it it can point to fallenness, but he's using it as a euphemism for something greater. I praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Now notice what he's doing. He's praising God because of God's work in him. Not praising the work and saying, oh, and Jesus, yeah, oh God, yeah. No. He says, I praise you why? For I notice that I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. And it doesn't keep me focused on me. It gets me looking at you. <laughs> see, see, see anything, see if you, it's no such thing as an untransformed covenant partner in the kingdom called a Christian. No such thing. No such thing. If there is no transformation, you're not a Christian because God saves you with positional and practical and ultimate purpose for there to be actual renewal in you. We saw in verse one through three how lost we were. Then we see it by grace that we saved through faith. We see all that. <clears throat> and then we get to live like we want, like we got fire insurance. No, this is a masterpiece and a masterpiece. It's to be marveled at, but you don't marvel at what you look at. You marvel at the artist. When I go to an art gallery and I'm looking at you, I'm like, how did they even? Like, I'm just looking at, and this artist is incredible. And therefore, it makes me want to see more of this artist's works. And as I notice this artist's works, then I say, let me read up on the artist." See, that's that's, that's what our lives are supposed to do. Our lives are supposed to be such a reflection of the glory of God, the beauty of God, the grace of God, the mercy of God, the holiness of God that people want to meet more like us and they keep looking and they keep seeing the stamp and the fingerprint of this artist because they like the style of his artistry. So to the point, I got to read up on the artist. Some masterpiece at work to point to a master person. Yes. <laughs> That's what it means to be a Christian. Not punk representation. We don't believe in punk representation. And so and so and so the beauty <laughs> of our God must be seen in everything. Everything. That's why 2 Corinthians 5 17 says, Therefore, if any man is in Christ. He is a new creation. Do you know you're, if you know Jesus, you're new, actually new. You're actually new. Last night, I, I listened to this song by Jonathan Butler. What's the name of that song, baby? You, you're, my, you're my everything. And that song, I can't, I only can hear it. If my wife haven't, I got to turn it off. One time we was in the car and he just singing, you are my everything, my joy, my peace. My, my And he just saying, he just talking about how Jesus is all he wants. It's a simple song. And I'm, I just got wrecked by meditating on my life, thinking about the fingerprint of God even before I was a Christian. Latchkey kid, alone, house broken into, running out at my son's age, alone. I said, I should have been raped, kidnapped, molested, taken advantage of. I said, God, you kept me. Didn't allow me to die before I met you. Then you transformed me and still went through mess. And you've become enough. And I start to cry. Because I say, God. When I look at my life, a little inner city kid out of Washington, D.C., transforming me day by day, and I'm seeing his work, it brings me to worship the maker. Not to tweet about something cool about me. But to tweet about the glory of the master maker. So we're his masterpiece. Sometimes you ought to meditate. I'm going to move on. But sometimes you ought to meditate on God's work in you. If you've really been changed. And worship him. Meditate. Don't run from the tears. Don't run from the cry. Don't run from the worship. You need to to get in God's presence sometime and just bless him for change. (laughs) This This is a mark that God's God's actually up to something in his people. He does stuff in us. I got to move. Jesus, second point, last point. Transformed for good works. <laughs> he transformed us for good works. Nobody else doesn't say by good works. It's interesting to say in the other verses, it says, for by grace are you saved through faith. It is a gift of God that no man should boast. In other words, you weren't saved by your work, and you're not, you're not graced by your works. It says we were created in Christ Jesus. Now it's interesting. This is the, the, the past tense of this word "created." Points to a snapshot. Now most Greek. Now stay with me. Greek tenses used past tense usually point to a motion picture. In other words, pointing to something that began in the past but has continued results. So you're expecting that there be a continued results. But this one's interesting. It takes a picture of something. And makes it responsible for the whole. Let me, let me see if I can make it plain. Say somebody said you cheated on your test at school, but they saw you in the library crying, broke all down with papers all on the table, studying hard, computer out, and they got pictures of what you were looking at in relation to the test. Then if you take that picture and show that to them, they give you credit, what? For studying for the test, because that's a picture of the fact that you fully studied for the test. What, what it says, He created us in Christ. It points to the whole of God's process of working everything in us, in our glorified state, for everything He created us and in immaterial to be, without any thought of the process of growing us. So it's a snapshot of everything that God worked into the believer. That's what it meant created in Christ Jesus. Now, Christ is the location and the sphere of how recreation and masterpieces happen. Jesus Christ is God's brush and God's canvas for the Christian. And He's the paint. So He dips the brush in the blood of Jesus and just does like this. That's what the, whole, the Holy Ghost is actually the artist of the Trinity, who actually, God is the one who says what He wants things to look like. Uh, The sun just lays in and bleeds into the bucket, and then the Holy Spirit takes a brush, puts out a canvas, lays Jesus out. Amen. And then he puts the paint in his blood and just go like this, and all the blood can paint is a picture of Jesus. So every painting of every Christian, past, present, and future, looks like Jesus because his blood painted you. created in Christ Jesus, why? For good works, yeah. You weren't saved by good works. You were saved for good works. <clears throat> now, good works throughout the New Testament has an interesting idea. It's very, very focused. It's not merely general good works. It's specific Good works of representing who God is to the world. Let's, let's go through some Bible. Let me, let me, you don't have to turn it. Just, just listen with me. Matthew chapter 5 verse 16 says, In the same way, let your light show shine before others so that they may see your what? Good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. John ten thirty two. Jesus answered them, I have shown you many what? Good works from the Father. For which of them are you going to stone me? In other words, he said, i represent them. Acts 9, 6. Now there was in Joppa a disciple named Tabitha, which translated mean Dorcas. She was full of good works and acts of charity. Second Corinthians 9, 8. It says, and God is able to make all grace abound to you so that having all sufficiency in all things at all times, you may <coughs> abound in every what good work. 1 Timothy 5.10, and having a good reputation for good works. Titus 2.7, show yourself in all respects to be a model of good works. Titus 3.14, and let our people, that's Christians, learn to devote themselves to good works so that they may not be found unfruitful. Lord Jesus, <laughs> you, you, you know what God is showing me through this? Showing me something powerful for Christians is God starts and completes stuff. See these good works are interesting because it said they were prepared beforehand. Let, let me, let me, let me finish that and I'm gonna come back to finish finishing stuff. Remind me if I don't talk about it. <coughs> Just yell it out. Prepare beforehand means before the foundation of the earth, God created every good work that glorifies him. They're already created. We don't create good works. Because the Bible says they were prepared when? Beforehand. Listen to what the text says. You don't need to know Greek and Hebrew. That we should walk in them. So God has already created every good work that he wants Christians to do. And the job of the Christian is to walk in what he's already created. You don't work good works. You walk in good works. Lord, have mercy. Let, let me see if I can help somebody out. See, this is how good God is. You know how you come over to somebody's house and they tell you, to, you know, come over for food so you save your stomach. And you get there and they, the grocery bags still on the counter, jokers. <laughs> then while you're there, they're gonna marinate the meat. <laughs> grill ain't stuff ain't on the grill yet. The charcoal. In the bag, closed up. They ask you to help them. You hungry in a mug? <laughs> right? Then, then, then they got the nerve to give you some potato chips and soda until then. <laughs> then you eat potato chips and soda, potato chips and soda, potato chips and soda. Then all of a sudden, when the food, the food reeking in the house, just everywhere. And now you're so full, you can't even enjoy the good food. <laughs> but you know, God doesn't let you, he didn't let us walk into Christianity with undone food. He created hot good works for his his people. And he's already laid them out and they're waiting for you. But you're not going to get to them because some of us are lazy and we don't finish nothing. I'm going to stay right there for about an hour. (laughs) Some of y'all don't complete stuff because if the Bible says he who began a will do it till when the day of Jesus Christ. Jesus began a good work in you. So if he began a good work, he he does what with the good work? Completes it. God is what, what two things in relation to this? He's Alpha and what? What does that mean? B and start and yeah. Created in Christ Jesus for good works that you may walk in them. So there's an expectation that everything he puts in front of you that you walk in and complete, even if you don't like it. I don't feel like it today. You know, I just don't think God has called me to this. Wait, why did you tell us that? (laughs) Don't, Don't come to pastor telling him, pastor, God is calling me. A month later, you walking bow-legging into my office and carrying on. You got journals, you've been incense lit, and you've been with the Holy Spirit, and he done told you all this stuff, and you just start and finish, start and finish. You don't. St- Listen, God wants you to complete stuff. See, see if you got to be a good fit. That's why men, you, men, women don't like no duty. You ain't around the house, and you don't finish nothing. You want to drive a woman up the wall? Just start stuff and don't finish it. You said, baby, I'm going const- to do a new construction on this part. And you just knock out a wall, electricity buzzing, toddlers walking around. And do you like... Then you work on the plumbing. Then you work on the shower. And then guess what happens when you work on start stuff and don't finish it all around it? What will the house look like? Many of us, our spiritual lives look like that. Our lives look like a bunch of unfinished business, especially in this generation. Some of of y'all need to finish school. Some of y'all need to finish work well. Some of y'all don't. Y'all need to finish stuff. Finish what you start. And, and you, you may don't feel like it. I understand that something may happen in provision. That's, that's different when it's clear that a door is closed. But if God still has a door open and now you don't change because you don't feel like something, that's on you. God wants you to walk in that to complete it because God can't be fully glorified and the work is still white hot waiting on you to be finished because it's a part of the journey that God has placed you on. I like this person. dq oh, I-, I believe God wants me with them. Oh, never mind. God don't want me with that. And you with this person. Then you with this person. Then you with this person. With this person. You... and all over the place? You have nine relationships. And you got nine casualties of you talking about God told me. Shut up and make sure God told you before you start announcing it to the world and putting it on your Facebook and making HD videos with this time and this season of my life. Listen, listen. Oh God, help me. I need. I need, oh, God, I need a soda right now. (laughs) You, You weren't created to have a zigzagging faith. Your life is supposed to reflect a masterpiece of a master. That means when it gets grimy, you keep going. That's what makes us unique. Quitting ain't a part of kingdom dynamics. You better get it in. My wife and my, my father, my husband. No. Get it going. Get your game face on today. And he's already, it's way, it's just sitting there. The good workers like, hi, just come a little bit further. Come on in. And he's just saying, just walk, just keep walking. Just keep walking. God doesn't tell you, listen, remember the first thing that God confirmed in your soul based on the word that he wanted you to do. The first thing. And continue to walk. I ain't talking about some old spooky hyper spirituality. Well, I think the way God was working was he was just trying to get me. No, you're just getting the spirit of laziness. And you're trying to prophylize over your direction so that you can be trifling and raggedy and nasty. And so every time it gets hard, every time it gets tough, you got a word from God. <laughs> <laughs> it, they steal good works even if it hurts. Because good works is based on the masterpiece maker, not the masterpiece. <laughs> we got to grow up. That's why over in chapter four, he says, do not be tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine. And doctrine ain't just what you heard on TBN. Some of it is you. Teaching yourself out of the will of God. I'm, I'm, I'm just telling you because there's a fruitful life waiting for you. There's a fruitful life waiting for you. And you got to, and pe- part of being a spiritual grown-up is hanging in some places. <laughs> part of being a spiritual grown-up is being on a job you don't like. And don't think coming into ministry is a time for you and laziness. Some, some people think being in ministry, or you want to be an artist and you want to travel on weekends so you can sleep in late during the week. It's going to get real quiet on that one. If I meet one more guy handing me his demo as a rapper, I'm going to scream in tongues. Some of us need to just learn how to work. Oh, we're getting real quiet around the room. But I'm still in the Bible. And some of us need to learn, God, God, God has so much for us. And all you can't see how he's practically painting things because you're part of the portrait. But when you get an eternity, he's going to lay the canvas out. He says, see what I was doing? You didn't finish this part, so this part of the painting didn't get finished. So Christ paid for it. And so... The reason why the portrait is painted is because Christ did it. But I wanted you to actually walk in. God is going to show some of us at the beamer seat how much we missed out in working on his behalf to show him off in the painting because some of us are scared and we're not faithful and we don't believe God, we don't trust him because we don't fear him. We don't fear him. And so it's time for us. Time for us to man up in Jesus, to woman up in Jesus. Pay your child support, Joker. That's part of good work, even though it started by bad work. Now God is going to use it for his glory. Pay your child support, good work, walk in it. So that child won't grow up hating Jesus because of you. Well, God had me, God ain't had you nothing. Get a job, send some checks. And spend time. This is getting real practical. I don't have to go through all the specifics. Because we, we, got, we got to walk in these things. And God is so glorified by it. And, and nobody's going to pat you on the back through the good works all the time. I need, I need some encouragement. Just go. Today, today, listen, today ain't the payday. You have to understand, today is not the payday. You got to get that in your mind. You, today is the payday. And listen, we're living to live again. This ain't it for us. <laughs> this ain't it for us. And so, and so we want, we're his workmanship. Do you know who team you are? Who bought you, did all that to get you saved? Gave you faith, a savior, Holy Ghost, Bible, understanding, mind of Christ community, leadership, teaching, evangelism, all this stuff. He done invested all that. And you sitting on your behind. Get up! Go for a walk! And some good works. Good works standing. Standing in parade resting attention, waiting for you to come in it. He said, I've been, you're supposed to be here a year ago. Come on, man. Good work will put you around So Look what God had us do. We're going to walk you into some stuff. You're going to be like, dang. Then some of the stuff you're going to actually enjoy too. You're going to enjoy it because you're going to sense God's hand on you. You're going to sense his peace even though you don't like some stuff. And you're going to sense his peace because you like it a lot. And, and he's just going to be with you and he's going to be blowing on you. And, then, and you're going to enjoy him and enjoy the Christian life. And learn how to walk in different seasons, how to be content because you're walking in something that you can't fully see that has been painted, but is being painted. It's enjoyable. Come on and join us in the Christian life. Let's have a good time going through life, dealing with hardship and dealing with great things. There there are entrepreneurs in here, but you're too lazy. God has already started the business for you. And he waiting for you to go after it. Even artists, now i will talk. there's stuff that he wants you to do in the arts you haven't done yet because you're scared or you're a bad steward. Let's not meander what he's called us to walk in. Go after it. There's a good woman waiting for a man and a woman here. But you won't grow spiritually to be prepared enough to be in it. Because you're playing video games and losing your job all the time. Getting drunk. uh, This is too much application. I'm going to stop in a second. I'm just just trying to help. We got to walk in newness. We got to. We got to. We got to. We got to. Listen, it's, it's stuff waiting for you. Philadelphia is waiting on us. All these abandoned factories. Somebody ought to get him and do something with it. And it's waiting for Christians to come get it. I ain't talking about no prosperity gospel. Don't get scared. Oh, fast up on prosperity. No, I'm talking about good works, not prosperity. But there is a prosperity that is a biblical prosperity that is based on us walking in what God called us to in order to do it. Not so we can get rich, because the purpose of God doesn't make us which You're already rich in Him. With mercy, like I said it earlier, it's in the Bible. You're not trying to get rich. You are rich, but you ain't trying to get. We ain't talking about loot rich. We talking about love rich. Man, take advantage of the Christian life. It is. It is. It is. If you're bored and you're a Christian, I don't know wh- what, who. I don't know who saved you. It is a saga. It is an adventure. It's ups and it's downs. But his presence is with you. Let me say it again. He's with you. When he said, I'll never leave you or forsake you, it doesn't mean he's just somewhere chilling. And you're just trying to figure it out. He's actually inside of you. That's why 1 Peter 3.15 says, set aside the Lord, Jesus as a Lord in your heart. He's already there, but uniquely sanctify him in his right place in in your heart you born as a Christian, you're not living the Christian life. I'm just telling you right now. I'm supposed to be done. It's supposed to be benediction now. But I'm just saying. Let's get at it. Let's get at it. Let's get at it. Get out and get at it. Let's praise, let's bless God for him being the master worker and let's walk. Beastly Christians, ready. they are principles in this room. That can transform the school system. There are school representatives. that I, Oh, God, help me. There are, there are people. There are software creators. There are, there are home. I, listen, God is waiting for you. To, but all of it is not to point to you, but to point to the glory of the one who created the work before the foundation of the world. Some of you have been wounded and you scared to walk in faith because you think God's going to hurt you. The devil is a liar. You can't live the Christian life and not take risks. But they got to be biblical risks. Can't be just, God said, and you just running out there. Ain't no good work right there. <laughs> Nothing in that atmosphere right there. <laughs> Nothing but demonic representatives salvating for you to come in so they can devour you behind. You better make sure what you say God said is rooted in that doggone Bible. God said, God said, everything God said, God said. You, you just trying to shut people down from holding you accountable. So you say God told you so that nobody can question you. Everything ain't specifically in the Bible. It should be there in principle. And what you're saying is bugged, bugged out. Sp- some of y'all need to tell some of your friends, you're spooking me out right now. Huh? Huh? Some of y'all spooky Christians. Good God Almighty, I'm gonna shut it down, but man, I, I, I'm just telling you, the Holy Ghost is powerful, but he's not your flunky. For you, and stop lying on him. Stop telling stories on God's Spirit. And, and, and get off your behind. And stop prophesying to yourself. We believe in prophecy and all of that, we don't believe in prophylization. <laughs> Alright, I'm done. We supposed to be out of here. Father, Father, we love you. <clears throat> and we acknowledge that the word of God is powerful. And we celebrate your masterwork in us. Let nobody leave out of here discouraged today, focusing all on their sin all day. <laughs> focusing in on self and Lord, get all that out of the way. Devil is deeply a liar. We, we focus on you. We want, we want, your trans- we, we want you to, to work in us, God. And, and it, man, you've got so much for us. We think it's just going to happen, but we got to walk in it. Yes, Lord, we love you. We worship you. That you are a master designer. And we are your design. Help us not to try to change the portrait. Help us to walk in the canvas of your will. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen.